Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to episode three of Expand the Conversation with Jillian. In today's episode, I am talking to one of my first health coaches who is now a Bronte and Angelic energy healer, EFT practitioner, and Akashic Records reader. Her name is Danielle Sims, and she is just such an amazing human. And in this episode, we talk about EFT tapping. We talk about not identifying with your autoimmune diseases. And we talk about different ways of healing. And she is someone who began her journey in trying to heal from multiple autoimmune diseases in 2020. This led to a world of emotional healing and Danielle hasn't looked back. She has a gift for grounding her client's energy and reading their subconscious mind to clear out any limiting beliefs or karmic patterns getting in their way of healing. She also has a deep love for all things holistic health and getting back to nature. And I think you'll see in this podcast episode, we really go into different ways of healing and, you know, that EFT tapping can be so beneficial and brain rewiring and how making a decision to begin to heal and to, you know, really take back your power and how much it can help in your healing journey. And now we are going to get started with the episode. I hope you enjoy. So on today's episode, I have Danielle Sims with us. She was my health coach. She actually introduced me into spirituality or energy healing, and I'm so excited to have her here. Thank you so much for joining us. How are you doing today? Good. Super excited to be here. Thank you for having me. Yeah, of course. So I start the episode with asking three questions. The first one is, what is a topic you think things need to be expanded on? Like, talked about more, have a different perspective or view to it. It's a great question. I think, honestly, this might be a little out there, but it's like talking about the nature of reality and how... People are, we're conditioned to live in fear and lack. And then, but there's this whole other world over here. We know where all the magic is, where we're really rooted in love and trust in ourselves, trusting God, source, spirit, the divine, you know, the divine, whatever you want to call that energy. And yeah, it's really, it's like trust in ourselves and knowing that there is another way. It doesn't have to be the way it's consistently been for you. I love that. And it's so true. People already put themselves in a box whenever they say like, oh, I can't have that because, and it's like, but why not? And it's always that question where someone will say something and I'm like, but why not? Like you don't even open that door. You're just kicking down the one door of lack, even though all of these other doors are open instead of just walking through the easy door. So I love that. I completely agree. I love it. Beautiful. And then what is your favorite way to connect with yourself daily? Ooh, definitely EFT tapping, meditation. Um, Those are definitely the two. Dancing. I do a lot of things daily to really connect to myself, but I definitely say EFT tapping is really huge for me. I love energy healing, but I don't do it every single day, but I do meditate daily and I do a specific um, meditation or just visualization with like feeling the feelings and all that good stuff, brain rewiring. I do that every single day, every night. Um, Yeah, meditate every day, whether that's like connecting to my guides or doing guided meditations and dancing because who doesn't love a good twerk? I mean, come on. That's like, yeah. I actually recently hurt my sacroiliac joint and it feels healed today, finally. But I was like, I couldn't twerk for a week. And I'm like, that's how I release a lot of, stra- you know, stored emotions, you know, like so much is stored in our hips. And yeah, so twerking that ass, girl. <laughs> I love I that. To do. Yes, yes. I think everyone needs to dance more, in my personal opinion. Like, you just have all of this energy flowing, like whether it's bad or good, just get it out. Yeah, yeah. There's so much magic that happens through dance, whether it's with other people by yourself. I mean, and we can channel energy out of ourselves. We also channel energy, you know, from the divine into us. And we can call, you know, call in different angels or 
whatever you call your spirit guides, call that, bring that energy into you. And it just, uh, I mean, I just, I just like see like such hard expansion when we're mm-hmm. dancing. Yeah. Cause once you're really into it and you're not in your ego mind or like worried about what other people think about you, you're really opening up who you are and you're just flowing with it. I love it. <laughs> my, my squidward moves. <laughs> Water flowing with my squidward. <laughs> Okay. And then the last question is, what is your favorite thing right now? It can be like a modality, like astrology, numerology. It can be a physical thing. It's always the infrared sauna. Oof. I love saunaing. Um, I'm going to start up with coffee animals again soon. I like loved doing them, but definitely the sauna. The sauna has been this with dealing with chronic illness stuff. Like the sauna is the game changer for me. Especially because there's red light therapy in it as well. So it's infrared plus red light, um, no EMFs. And that really, like, if I'm not feeling well, like, for example, last night, I was, I've had a nice long stretch of, like, feeling really, really good. And then after work, it's when I don't drink enough water at work when it's cooler out because I work outside um, all day. And, yeah, and then I'm like, oh, I have a slight headache. And I'm like, okay, obviously drink shit ton of water, tons of electrolytes, but get my booty into the sauna um, sweat out whatever needs to come out and just it's a really beautiful place for me to like I don't have my phone on me and I just like sit and it can be uncomfortable because you're super sweaty um, but it's just a really good play, time, like place for me to reflect obviously on top of meditating at night but it just feels good I feel so good after I sauna always I've never had a sauna session where I'm like mm, I feel like shit and I do know like my body will tell me like hey we only can go on for 20 minutes today or sometimes like we can go in for 40 but I do listen to what my body or my intuition is telling me so that I don't overdo it because dealing with certain you know health issues like too much is not actually a good thing and obviously I'm at a point where I know what my body's telling me so I can do that but not everybody can so if you are gonna start to sauna start really low and work your way up because your body your cells like your cells literally need to get used to that frequency coming in yeah no i believe that i love my infrared sauna yeah i know you have the blanket right yeah 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 i'll just sit in there and get real sweaty and gross it's Mm -hmm. fabulous (laughs) you can't beat a good sweat i mean i feel the same way after exercising and it's the needing to sweat. If I exercise yeah. and I don't sweat, I'm like, did I even do anything? Well, I don't sweat. So I have to sauna. So yeah. I, I I sauna three times a week. This week, I think I might be able to get more in, thankfully. But on my work week, I leave town. So I don't. And I camp. So I don't, I'm not bringing my sauna with me. But yeah, so that's a huge thing for me. Is like my detox pathways are not open. So I have to be saunaing regularly. So I am sweating. So I can get somewhat sweaty. If I'm doing like a car- like some sort of cardio or like hit, I can definitely sweat. But if I'm just like lifting weights, because I'm not like lifting super heavy right now, I will not necessarily um, get a sweat. It might be like a little bit in the boobs. But you know, it's not full body. I'm not dripping. And I need like, we need, we need to be sweating every day. So do what you can. Yeah. It's so interesting to me when people don't sweat because I literally like, I mean, I'm in Houston, obviously. So it's a million degrees, but I just walk out and I just start pouring sweat and I, it's a good thing, but for my son's the complete opposite. Like for him to work up a sweat, it takes a lot. And I'm like, why are you so dry? Like, that's so abnormal. Yeah. I used to sweat a lot. Um, but then like with, I have like thyroid stuff. So that's more, I don't know. I don't really identify with anything because I don't want to, but I have been diagnosed with Hashimoto's. And so I'm not hypothyroid. My numbers are pretty normal, but I have antibodies. And that's, that's one big thing was like, I, I used to not have any tolerance to cold, which is not my case anymore. I remember in 2020, I would work like lift and then go outside. It's 95 degrees out in the desert. I lived in in Boise, which is the high desert and 95 degrees out. I'm drinking a smoothie and I'm freezing. Okay. So like the cold smoothie was making me so cold. And I have so many experiences like that before I really knew what was going on. I definitely get the not sweating thing. I would love to be a sweaty mess. <laughs> On the regular, I'll get there. I, you know, I'm dealing. There's a bunch of things I'm dealing with that I'm working working with a practitioner right now on. You know, gotta start with parasites, of course, but detox pathways have to be open. So sweating. If you are someone who deals with chronic illness stuff and you don't sweat, or just anyone in general, you need to be sweating. Hopefully every day, three times a week at least. 
eating every day, um, supporting your liver. Like, well, there are so many toxins that we are, even if you are living a low-tox lifestyle, like you're being hit with toxins constantly, just being alive in this time. So really, like, take care of your health. And you'll definitely start to see a difference with with that. Like, if you just start doing those things, you say you have weird, weird symptoms, you're like, I don't really know what it is. Like, start with opening up your detox pathways. It's like I said, pooping, uh, sweating, sporting your liver, and whatever else you could do. But just starting there is like, it's going to change a lot for you, for sure. I completely agree. Like, once I finally got everything evened out, like, I started pooping twice a day, and I was like, who am I? This is fabulous. I don't know what changed, but I'm just like, okay, I'm here for it. And, you know, I want to touch on you saying you don't identify with like your diagnosis. I love that because I'm the same. I, I'm very careful about the way I talk about being diagnosed Mm -hmm. with MS because I'm like, it's not me. I don't have it. I don't want it. And so (laughs) it was just a diagnosis that happened and I'm healing from it. So Mm -hmm you know, those words can be so powerful. Um, I also wanted to talk about the EFT tapping. So I've heard of it. I don't explicitly know what it is. I know, right. I've heard of it and I know something about the tapping helps, but I've never gotten like the full description. So I'm really excited about this. Well, I do have tapping videos on my YouTube channel, um, which is in my, if you want to get to it, it's in my my bio on Instagram. I'll add it Um, to the show notes too. Okay. EFT tapping for me changed so much of my life. Like obviously I love energy healing. I'm definitely an energy healer. I receive energy healing from people, but it has helped me to rewire my subconscious and really regulate my nervous system. So I don't experience anxiety anymore. If I feel anxiety come along, I'm like, I mean, I'm at the point where I've been on this journey for three years. I'm just like, uh, no, 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 no. Like this shit's not happening anymore. We're going to, I see you. It's cool. Yeah. I see you. You're here. Right. But you're not going to stay here because you were not reality for me. Right. You were just fear and just trying to distract me from my mission, from my purpose of just living life and being grounded and rooted in myself and my heart. So what EFT tapping is, or we have meridians in our body, energy meridians, and you tap on these specific points and what it does is you start by saying the things that you're feeling. So the negative, the negative stuff, quote unquote, I mean, nothing's negative or positive, yeah. but the things that, you know, that are maybe not serving you in your life and you say these negative things and you feel them. And a lot of times you cry. Sometimes you yawn, you burp, you, you know what I mean? Like you're releasing. Sometimes nothing happens then. And then after you move through and you feel like, okay, I've got a lot of this shit out, then you start tapping in the positive stuff, tapping in what the reality that you want to live in and especially with my clients, like I record everything. So if you have a session with me, like the whole thing's recorded, the energy healing, because I I do guided meditations, everything that's coming through for me. Um, So you can do it again because it just, I mean, we're just pulling back more and more layers. So like what my clients do and what I do for myself is like, I'll do the same tapping video over and over again. Like I do my own tapping videos, guys. There is a tapping video on my YouTube that is letting go of attachment. Mm. I did it last week. I was like, holy shit, I was talking to me now. It was bananas. I was like, this is literally everything I'm fucking thinking. And I did this eight months ago. You know, I just, everything's channeled, right? So I don't write out scripts. I just channel everything. And so like with, with, with myself, like I started with myself, everything became very intuitive and things would come up and I'm like, what the fuck? Like, I didn't know I believed that. (laughs) But it's like, I close my eyes because I know the tapping points, right? I close my eyes and we can go over it. Um, so, you know, if you're watching the YouTube, you get to get a little, little taste of EFT. Yeah. And like stuff would just come up and out of me. And I was like, where did that come from? But obviously that was a belief that I was holding on to. And obviously lots of tears. And then when I started working with clients, it's like, I've had people be like, you're literally reading my mind. And we talk before, like what we want to focus on, but I'm able, it's like with my clear cognizance, I'm able to like extract stuff that like maybe they knew was there but they didn't they were too afraid to say it out loud and yeah it's just it's a really powerful modality like i i love it i feel like everybody should know about it so you know we'll do a session off the off our off the podcast but for sure i'd be more than happy to do one with you just so i don't want to like take up too much time doing that but yeah. i we can just go over the tapping point so is there like something specific that you are like I want to rewire this belief. Um, just so we do it really quickly. We don't have to, we're not going to do like a full session. Yeah, we can do, 
you know, I've really been focusing on rewiring my lack mindset and like my relationship okay. with money. Okay. Well, welcome girl to the <laughs> same market. Okay. So I actually recorded a having video about money and my, I was having issues with my internet and I never, it never fully uploaded to YouTube. So it's still waiting to be. So maybe this is my sign. I need to put it up because yeah. we, I mean, same, same. I once did a tapping video. I mean, no, I tapped and I, my intuition was like, you should really record this. Like it was for me. It wasn't for anybody else's for me. And it was so good. And I don't remember what the fuck was said. Okay. <laughs> Cause I'm like channeling when I'm doing it. So I yeah. don't know. I don't remember. So every time I do it now, I do record myself just so I have it. And like, if I want to share it, I can, but I am going to take my glasses off. Maybe take yours off too. And so what happens is as long as you can still see me, we, I don't know how blind you are. Yeah, I'm not that blind. <laughs> okay, I am. So, I mean, I can see. But, oh, I put my screen full, so now I can see better. So, we'll start by tapping on this karate chop point here. And I'll just go over the points first. So, we tap here, and we use all four fingers. And we have meridians, and we have acupressure points in the tips of our fingers. And so, we start here. And you can tap with me while we're doing this. We won't say anything yet. Um, but this is where you'll you'll say, a, a, like, a statement three times. And then we move to inside the eyebrows here. So I do two fingers. And sometimes I just have people breathe. Like, just take a deep breath in here and just let it out. And let me go to the outside of the eye, just gently tapping. Like, you just, like, tap somebody on the shoulder if you're listening. And then we move to under the eye on your cheekbone right here. And then under the nose. And so if you're somebody who struggles with anxiety, just tapping and breathing at the same time, you don't have to say anything, is going to calm you down. Then we're going to go below the mouth, like right in the divot at your chin. We'll go to under the collarbone. And this is my favorite place to tap. I'll go all around my chest. You can check like on your chest where your heart chakra is. Just tap all around. And it's like, oh, man, it just helps awaken so much love inside of you and just really like pulls your energy into your body. You can take a deep, deep breath. And I use my all fingers on this one. So all four fingers. Yeah, yeah. The more tapping we can get, the better, baby. <laughs> and then we do under the armpit. So right where your bra strap would be if you're wearing a bra. And you do all four fingers, big tap. And then the top of the head. And you can use one hand, you can use two hands, it doesn't really matter. There's more tapping points. Okay, let's come back. So there are more tapping points. How do you feel? I feel so calm. Yeah. Dude, it's amazing. I love do anything. That. We just tapped. We just tapped. I that's know. all you need. You just need yourself. And tapping videos are amazing. Like, that's how I started was I found people that I loved. And I was like, oh, it's amazing. And I remember, like, when I first launched uh, a program two years ago, crazy. I was tapping around money and I was like every single day tapping around money, following this specific person. And I actually had like people sign up on my program. Like it was the first time I launched it. And I was like, oh my God, like it's amazing. And so what it does is like with any sort of healing, it's pulling back layers. And then eventually get to a point where you're like, oh, me saying these words, it doesn't really resonate anymore for me, mm. you know? And, and that's how, you know, like, I mean, with anything, any sort of healing, you know, like, okay, like I think I've moved on from this. Like I'm not, this is not my identity anymore. And it feels really, really good. There's always so many things so that we can go down. Like you're like, okay, I healed this, like maybe unworthiness around money, but I now like it doesn't like, want well, to support you or there's just, not enough. Yes. Like I yeah. feel unsupport. Oh yeah. Right. So that lack. So let's actually do a little bit tapping around that, around the lack um, cause I can totally resonate. I've been moving out of this. It's been like in the past like six weeks, so much has shifted in me. It's kind of insane, mm. but, um, I'm like, what is happening? Yeah. <laughs> um, and yeah, it's just like, anytime I have a freak out of, I only have a once in the past six weeks about, well, in a while about money. Cause like I, I'm getting laid off next week and you know, like I have my business, but there's like, things are not consistent. And so I was just like, no, where that's, that was what that time last week where I was like, no, no, no. We're not letting this happen. This is yeah. so not true. This is just a fucking story. So let's start by tapping on the karate chop point. We'll say even though, and repeat after me, even though, even though I feel fear and lack around money. I feel fear and lack around money. I deeply and completely. I deeply and completely. Love, honor, and accept myself anyway. Love, honor, and accept myself anyway. Even though. Even though. I feel this fear and lack. I feel this fear and lack. 
has control over me. Has control over me. And my emotions. And my emotions. I deeply and completely. I deeply and completely. Love, honor, and accept myself anyway. Love, honor, and accept myself anyway. And even though. And even though. I feel fear and lack. I feel fear and lack. I know it's just a figment of my imagination. I know it's just a figment of my imagination. And it's not my actual reality. And it's not my actual reality. So I deeply and completely. So I deeply and completely. Love, honor, and accept myself. Love, honor, and accept myself. And anyone or anything. And anyone or anything. Who has contributed to this feeling of lack around money. Who has contributed to this feeling of lack around money. Okay. Take a deep breath. Start by tapping on the inside of your eyes. I feel lack around money. I feel lack around money. Sometimes it controls my decisions. Sometimes it controls my decisions. And I feel constriction in my heart. And I feel constriction in my heart. It can be overwhelming. It can be overwhelming. Going to the chin, taking a deep breath in under the collarbone, but I'm choosing to let this go. But I'm choosing to let this go. Fear and lack around money is an illusion. Fear and lack around money is an illusion. It's not my actual truth. It's not my actual truth. My truth is that I'm an abundant being. My truth is that I'm an abundant being. And I'm full of love. And I'm full of love. And love is abundant. And love is abundant. God is abundant. God is abundant. And God lives within me. God lives within me. Lack is an illusion. Lack is an illusion. And I'm choosing to let it go now. And I'm choosing to let it go now. Letting it go across all time, space, dimensions. Letting it go across all time, space, dimensions. From all people, places, and things. From all people, places, and things. Any events. Any events. Any past lives or ancestrally. Any past lives or ancestrally. And I'm choosing to write a new story. And I'm choosing to write a new story. A story of abundance and love. A story of abundance and love. I know that money is everywhere. I know that money is everywhere. Because money is an energy. Because money is an energy. And energy is abundant. And energy is abundant. And I'm abundant. And I am abundant. So if I'm abundant. So if I'm abundant. Then energy, (laughs) then money is abundant (laughs) all around me. Then money is abundant all around me. And it's available to me right now. And it's available to me right now. It's supportive for me. It's supportive for me. Money loves me. Money loves me. Money's my best friend. Money's my best friend. And I love money. And I love money. Because if I didn't love money. Because if I didn't love money. Then it wouldn't constantly be flowing to me. Then it wouldn't constantly be flowing to me. Money always wants to flow to me. Money always wants to flow to me. It's so supportive. It's so supportive. It makes me feel amazing. It makes me feel amazing. Because it's always there to support me. Because it's always there to support me. I love money. I love money. And money loves me. And money loves me. In mind, body, and spirit. In mind, body, and spirit. Okay, hands on your heart. And take a big, deep breath in through the belly. Let it out. That was great. No, oh, thank you. That was great. How are you feeling? It That's feels a little, great. It's a little baby. That was a little baby. <laughs> we didn't do too much negative tapping. It was like, they're like, no, we need to, we got to do this positive <laughs> shit. They're like, we're switching out of it. Go, go, yeah. go. Yeah, we're moving. We're moving. Yeah. I love that. It's another, it's another form. Like I love how there's so many different options for people in moving energy. Like, you know, some people maybe, I know when you go through a lot of trauma, sometimes it can be really hard to sit in meditation, right? Like it's because all of it comes up and there's all of these emotions. And if you're not ready to deal with them or to just feel them, it's it like re-traumatizes the person all over again. And so I love that this is, a good option for people because even though we love dancing, it doesn't mean that everyone is as comfortable oh, with sure. dancing, you know? Yeah. yeah. And there's just so many different ways to move energy and it's just freaking amazing. Yeah. Yep. Thank you yep. for that journey. You're welcome. Ooh. You are so welcome. Um. Okay. So I wanted to talk about, we talked a lot about listening to your body 
Um, I know for myself, it's been a journey and I know I speak in that same language, but if someone is beginning to connect with themselves, what do you recommend as far as being able to listen to your body? Like, what do you listen for? How do you, how do you talk to your body to learn her language? Okay. So this is actually something I teach my psychic development students is to, just start with really like low cost things, meaning like asking yourself, what do I want for breakfast? So creating a relationship with your body, asking your body, what do you want? What do you want today? Right? Breakfast, not a big deal. If you, you're like, it just says like banana pancakes. You're like, okay. And that could be, maybe you see it in your third eye. Maybe you just feel it. You're just like, I feel like I just, I'm supposed to eat banana pancakes today. It's like amazing, great, because they're delicious. Um, or maybe you just know, like it just drops in your head and you're not, you're just like, what, where did that come from? Or maybe you hear it, right? Your clear audience. Um, starting there, it's really, really, really simple practice to kind of decoding like how your intuition communicates with you because your body ultimately is an extension of your intuition. Your body is always sending you signals. So if you have any sort of physical issues, that's something to, you know, tune in and say, and I know it's like easier said than done, tune in, but like tune in. Okay. What is, what is my body? What is my body telling me? And so when you start this little little thing and then you can get a little bit bigger with things that you're going to ask like i mean it's not that much bigger but it's like okay maybe you have five coffee shops that you love and you're like okay which one should i go to today so i really think that learning your body's language is also learning your intuition i think they're one in the same they're just different ways that your intuition is communicating with you or if you consider it your spirit guides or your angels or or god whatever you know, whatever you resonate with, I'll never tell you that one thing's right over the other, like whatever feels right. And that's another, that's another thing is what feels good for you when you're talking, when we're say we're talking about spirituality and we're talking about guides or angels or just your ancestors, or, you know, maybe your like parent who's passed away. What do you connect with? What do you feel? What feels good to you? Nobody can tell you what is right. It is, it is up to you to make that, that choice. And we use the word discern in the spiritual space, but discern what is right for you. So yeah, I would say really just start there and like little, little tiny things that you're, say you're, maybe you have a headache, right? And you're like, mm, I don't really know why I have a headache right now. Like you can go down the rabbit hole. Was it this? Was it this? Was it this? Was it this? Or you can just accept that it's here. Okay. I have a headache. I don't want to dwell over it. I'm going to send my body some love. You know, maybe sit there and I do love hugging myself. Like I'll lay in bed like on my side and I'll just be like, oh man, girl, I love you. Like you're amazing. But just hugging yourself and it might feel weird at first, but just sending love to your body and letting your body know that you're not at war with it. Because I think for myself for a really long time, I was at war. With, I thought my body was at war with me, whereas my body was telling me like, hey, Danielle, there's something really wrong here and we really need to address it. <laughs> And so I did try to address it on my own for a long period of time. Then I started seeing functional medicine doctor and I'm seeing a, a nutritional therapy practitioner um, and things go on cycles. But for me, the biggest thing is like really accepting where I'm at and knowing it's not my final destination, knowing that there's more to life than dealing with with health issues. And I honestly, I think most health things like not always, but a lot of it becomes like a lack of self-love. For, this is my own personal experience. I don't want I'm not I don't want to generalize. I don't want to say like that's everybody's experience, but for me personally, it was a lack of self-love. So I am still on this journey of rediscovering how fucking amazing I am, which I know, like I know I am, but there's still a part of me that's like, no, we're not fully there. We're not worthy of this or whatever. And so I've been doing a lot of mirror work lately, which has been amazing. Cause I'm like, oh, sassy Danielle's coming out. It's great. It's great. Um, sometimes it starts with tears and it always ends with feeling really empowered and amazing. So yeah, like, like Jillian said, there are so many modalities that you can use. I love that. And I love how you started small with the, you know, just do it with little things, right? Like, do I want this or this? Do I want this or this? And I got to the point where I was like, okay, I'll ask my body, show me my yes, show me my no. Mm-hmm. And so she responds. And to this day, like it's the exact same response. Mm -hmm. And so that's how I know like, oh, this isn't for me. I'm not doing it. And, 
you know, when you were talking about not going down the rabbit hole when you have a headache, like I think, especially with chronic illness, whenever you get these diagnoses, there's this balance that you have to find because yeah, maybe Western medicine isn't working out for you because they're not helping you get to the root cause. But like also there can be a point where it's like, I've looked at so many things how am I supposed to know? Like, how do I let this go? And it kind of circles back to not identifying with your disease and being able to see yourself as I am Jillian. I was diagnosed with this. You are Danielle. You were diagnosed with that. You know, it's Whole not, yeah, it's not the yeah. same. It's not linear and it means nothing about us to have that diagnosis. And like I said, it's just finding balance. Like holistic medicine is fantastic and I'm a hundred percent here for it. And I do believe that there can be a place for Western medicine, but I agree. There is also a point of where you're just giving all of your focus to this and you're just giving it more power. You're not living your life. You're just literally falling into that victimhood of I'm sick and I can't get better because they told me I can't. Not because yeah. you can't, but because right. someone right. told you and you took yeah. that on as truth. Oh um, can I? Yeah, can I go ahead. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. So, so funny. So about six or seven weeks ago, I was, um, I had an autoimmune attack and it was not good. I was on the couch. I was just like pure exhaustion. The headache that would just wouldn't go away with anything, including Tylenol. Okay. Yes. Yeah, sometimes I have to take it. Um, prefer to do things holistically but sometimes or naturally but sometimes those things don't work um and that's okay but anyways it was bad i'm laying on the couch and what i believe to be god was like danielle this isn't you you're gonna rise up above this and you're gonna get better and i was being playing the victim because i was like oh my god this keeps happening like blah blah i keep having autoimmune attacks which is has not been my norm and this summer it has been and i'm like okay this is really not good um so i was getting really worried and then i'm like watching one of my good friends is a fitness coach and i was deep into i was a personal trainer and a nutritionist and like for for years and i love lifting weights like love lifting heavy but that hasn't been my reality for the past couple of years because i just physically can't and and that's okay now that i can't well i choose not to because i know it's gonna fuck with my nervous system so I was getting really disempowered watching my friend who's like, well, you just like push through and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, yeah, you can because you're healthy and I'm not and blah, blah. And it's making me feel so bad about myself. And then I had this moment with God and it was just like, no, fuck this shit, bitch. Like, mm -mm, we're not we're not doing this anymore. And so what I started doing was brain rewiring. And so every night I visualize myself. Well, first I was like, my goal was to, I wanted to be able to dance on my sister's wedding because it was a week later from this moment that I'm on the couch. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, oh my God, I'm not gonna be able to dance at my sister's wedding. I love to dance, right? Jillian and talked about this. I fucking love to dance. I danced for five hours that night. And I had a headache earlier that day. And I was just like, whatever, screw it. I don't care. The headache went away. I danced my little booty off and the headache went away. And it was gone. It never came back, okay? But I have consistently been going into meditation, really raising my vibration, my frequency. So my entire body is buzzing. I'm feeling absolutely amazing, like just really ecstatic. And I'm visualizing myself. The next step was, okay, it's going to be my birthday in you know, two weeks. I want to be able to go on a really intense hike. And so I was visualizing, my, visualizing myself hiking um, I mean, up a mountain. I live in Minnesota, but there are there are there's, there's a mountain in Minnesota. Um, and I wound up hiking it, not intentionally. We didn't know it was the highest point in Minnesota. And so I went up hiking, you know, I'm visualizing myself hiking. I'm visualizing myself eating specific foods that I, that I are not friendly to my body right now. Um, and every single night, every single night I'm doing this 15 minutes, 30 minutes, sometimes an hour. Cause it feels so good. If I have the time, I'm going to do it. And ever since then, I feel like things have gotten so much better. My mindset's gotten so much better. Anytime I start having like a victim moment of any around anything, not just my health, it's so easy for me to snap out of it. I'm like, that's not my reality though. Like I see, I've seen my reality because when we're visualizing and we're feeling the emotions is like manifestation 101. But like when you can visualize something and feel it, your brain doesn't know that it's not real yet. Yeah. So when you consistently do that, you're rewiring that into your brain that this is actually my reality. And so that's, I mean, and now I do things differently, like within my, like visualizing within my business and, uh, you know, I'm moving into a launch on in a few days. Um, it will already be in the launch when this airs, but 
um yeah and it's just like oh it feels so good and it's like i love being here and this reality is just so amazing and even though like you come out of the meditation and you're like well i'm like physically here right now but but i know that that like what i saw in my meditation is actually like what my reality is going to be and when you like realize that you're like oh that's when it snaps in and so i don't i mean for some people and i do know people that like with their health they have had divine intervention and they they become fully healed like just snap of the fingers they're healed um because god is powerful um for many of us it's not really that's not totally the case like it will take time if you're like brain rewiring it's going to take time to do that um if you don't know who joe dispenza is and you have chronic illness please look into joe dispenza he's absolutely incredible he teaches all this stuff and his books he's got retreats yeah. And it's just, it's amazing what can happen when you decide. Cause I decided I laid on that couch and I fucking decided I'm done. I'm mm-hmm. done with this victim mindset shit around money, around my health, around whatever, you know? And because it's like, what do you, you get nothing. You get nothing out of sitting in that. You just get more of that lack yeah. that you're, that you're living, you know? And it's like, why, who wants to do that? Like I've, I've been on this journey since like, pretty much since the pandemic like most people um i got diagnosed with a bunch of things and then started to once i started to come out of it like i was so depressed and i came out of it and it's like i was like oh wait a minute i actually do think there's a god <laughs> like well, well that just totally did like <laughs> i didn't believe that for a long time i didn't know and yeah and it's like and i didn't really get deep into healing until probably like the fall of 2020 more so like beginning of 2021 where i was like really starting to do deep deep healing because in the beginning like you're kind of just like peeling little things back and it's like your nervous system's not ready. My nervous system wasn't ready. That's another thing with healing chronic illness is your nervous system. So EFT tapping is amazing for that because it's regulating your nervous system. It's making you feel calm and it's telling your body. You can literally, I remember once I was having an anxiety attack and I just tapped on my heart and I just kept saying, I'm safe. I'm safe. This isn't real. It's not real. It's not real. Mm-hmm. None of it's real. Anxiety is not real. I mean, you're experiencing it, but it's not real. Yeah. Because you're thinking in the future of something that's probably not going to happen. Yeah. It's it's amazing. The brain, the subconscious mind is insane. It's beautiful. I love everything about energy and just like how we can shift things so quickly. I love that. No, all of that. Like just, yes, the brain rewiring has been huge for me. And, you know, it's so funny because you know, like I said at the beginning, when we met, you were my health coach, right? Like you were helping me heal my body. You introduced me into this way of eating that I didn't know and I wasn't aware of. And then that's when you were really starting to transition into energy healing. And, you know, we went into a lot of shadow work and inner child work and that it really resonated with me. And so I will say to like listening to your body, like for me, the coaches that have been in my life and when I've paid for help, it's always been so intuitively led. And I just know I'm like, you were talking about thyroid problems. And I was like, that's not my problem, but can you help me? (laughs) And I remember at the beginning, you're like, well, I'm not really sure, but Let's go for it. Let's go. I mean, I was honest. I was like, I don't, I've never had experience with people with MS, but I can help you heal your gut, you know? And I didn't, I wasn't, I was, I mean, I was doing things like spiritual things and I was meditating and all that stuff, but I wasn't, I was brain rewiring as well. And I think I did like have a brain rewiring meditation for you. Mm -hmm. But yeah, the energy healing didn't really come until like November. I don't even know if we were working together yet anymore, like health coaching wise. Like I know you did some of my like group program or group groups healing sessions but yeah like it for me i knew it's not just a health issue for like yeah. for me personally it's like it's not just health like there's there's an emotional component to it there's all this healing we need to do there's childhood stuff and so i was still really new to it as well but like you were so already we had already like identified like oh you're an impact <laughs> you know you're really really <laughs> sensitive to other people's energies it's like okay well i definitely you know as i was i was going on my journey while we were working together and i was like okay well like we can try this and we were meditating and doing a little bit of breath work and it was just li- a little bit it wasn't like we were doing anything crazy but then i don't know i probably gave you like journal prompts and stuff mm-hmm. like that and so it's just like it was like the door for you to, and me too you know like i was still i was still a baby in the space and um i don't think i'm a baby it's just amazing like you know and then it's opened you up to so many amazing people to work with and that's such a beautiful thing and it's like you know you were one of i think you were maybe you were like my fourth client that's good though top five i know yeah girl um yeah and it was like you oh so feel like i've shared this with you before 
guys, I highly don't recommend doing this, but I was, I really wanted to join this this school program. Mm -hmm. Have I told you this? I don't think so. Okay. So I was like, God, if you're real, like crying to my angels, I'm like bawling. So I have like a chunk of the money, but I needed $1,500. And I, because I had like my pandemic money, of course I invested it all. And yeah, I cried. I was like, Lars, if you're actually real, it's like, I don't know how, but I'm doing this program. I need $1,500. And the next day you reached out to me and you were like, hey, I want to work with you. And I was like, <laughs> I don't recommend crying and begging your angels. <laughs> it has happened one other time where it was the same thing. <laughs> and I'm like, what? I don't want to get to that point. Okay. I want to like, right. have a nice relationship with you guys where we're communicating all the time and things happen nice and easy and not when I'm freaking desperate. But yeah. Um, yeah. So that happened. And I was like, and it just so happened, like my program was for like what you what you needed was fifteen hundred dollars Um, because for you, you did you already. So things like you're already eating really clean and healthy mm-hmm. and you're really aware of what was going on. So that's like most of my clients that came into me weren't like eating junk food. They were eating clean, but they just didn't know like for their them specifically like what was working, what wasn't and then weren't taking gut health supplements because it's like I, I talked to so many people and I'm like. Obviously, I'm not. I don't do health coaching anymore. But I'm like, yes, you've eliminated the foods, but you have to repair your gut. Yeah, it's not going to have to reheal. Yeah. Earlier, when you were talking about to like really believing that your chronic illness had a lot to do with how you felt about yourself, I cannot speak for everyone in the world. But I can speak for myself. It's 100% been connected. You know, I just did not like me. And it was, but it wasn't even like I actively was like, oh my God, I don't like you. It was just, I didn't know me. And I was so busy, like people pleasing all the time and worrying about everyone else. I didn't even know who I was. And as I've started to really reconnect to myself and love myself more it's really been this beautiful journey of like oh i'm healing i can feel it i know i'm so different because i love myself and it's just like man so i'm not saying this is true for everyone but danielle and i are here to say if you have some serious health issues that you're dealing with take a look in the mirror and really look at how you're feeling about yourself because literally I'm just like, it maybe won't solve all of the problems, but man, it helps a ton to heal when you actually love yourself. Yeah. Well, it's like, and why would you want to go through your life hating yourself? And I didn't know, like Mm -hmm. like Jillian said, I had no idea that I had extremely low self-worth. I didn't realize that I wasn't confident because I was so good at putting up a front. So I'm not huge into astrology. I have tons of Virgo on my chart, but I am like, am I really a Virgo? Like I am, (laughs) but I was born September 17th. But my rising is Gemini and I I resonate so much with that where I was able to put up a show and like I'm super confident. Meanwhile, behind that mask was an extremely unconfident person who was like, why would anybody want to work with me? Why, why would anybody want to be not necessarily be friends with me? I've always had a nice group of friends, but, you know, like, why would anybody work with me? I don't deserve that. I don't deserve to have X, Y and Z. And so as I was able to peel back that mask and see that about myself, which it took time, it didn't just happen. You know, I remember someone mentioning like using rose quartz for like self-love and I was or just love and not not necessarily self-love. And I was like, oh, but like I'm in a romantic relationship. Like, I, I love my husband. You know what I mean? Like, you too. Like, you got to love yourself. And I didn't even realize. Like, I had someone like point blank be like, self-love, girl. Mm-hmm. Like, you got to love yourself. And and so for me now, I mentioned mirror, mirror work already. Mirror work. <laughs> Some deep ass shit. But it's fun. Because like, at first, like, I had someone, I was watching YouTube videos kind of like, oh, I like, how do we get started with mirror work? And there is a book by Louise Hay called Mirror Work. And I've never read it. I just heard really good things about it. Um, I'm really bad about reading books. I'm better at listening to them, but it's harder when when it's like nonfiction. I'm like, I need the physical book in front of me if it's nonfiction. Yeah. If it's fiction, I could probably listen to them. Anyway, so it's like, this is crazy. Um, first with this, it was like, they were just saying like, Danielle, I love you. Like just in the mirror, you say Danielle. It's like, they're like, how many, how often have you said like, Danielle, I love you in the mirror, right? So I did that and obviously I cried. And then there's another one where I was doing it and it was like all this stuff, like allowing myself to cry, really seeing myself, just noticing everything about my face and skin and and then there was a part where they said, like, well, put your head down and then look back up. And I was doing my own guided one in the, in the mirror at work because <laughs> I, well, I can't, I camp for work. So like there's a, there's a bathroom, everybody's gone. Like, so I shower there and stuff. And I was just like in the mirror 
And I put my head down. So first it was like all like sad, you know, energy. And then I put my head down. I looked back up and it was like, oh, I was a different person. Mm -hmm. And like this empowered Danielle, like my higher self was just talking to me in the mirror. And it was so much fun. And I was like, wow, okay. Like, and I can do this every single day. And the mirror is a really amazing place to look with with all healing because it's like, yeah, it's like looking in the mirror, you see, you see how you see yourself. Mm. But it's not how you really are. You know, when you're when you're not looking when you're looking in the mirror, you're like, I don't really like who who I'm looking who I'm seeing. Not even like your physical, right? It could just mm-hmm. be like my energy, whatever. But when you look in the mirror and you start to really see yourself the way other people see you, because people see us completely differently. We'll never be able to see ourselves the way other people see us. We can only see ourselves the way we see we see us, whether that's internally or externally through a mirror. And it has the ability to really change and shift a lot within you because you're like, you realize like, oh no, I am amazing. Like I am a great friend. I'm a great mother. I'm a great wife. I'm amazing at all these things. I am a loving person and I'm powerful. And I know I have the ability to change my life because I've already done it. Mm-hmm. I've already done it. I've already changed my internal reality. Like I can change other things within my within myself so that my outside reality reflects that. And I don't know. I love mirror work. I don't do it every single day right now, but I, I do it probably consistently four times a week. And it's just, even if it's just five minutes, I mean, why not? Talk to yourself in the mirror. Tell yourself beautiful, empowered things. Write stuff on the mirror. Write, write, I love you. Or like, you're a badass. Like, you're powerful. Like, just remember your power and your worth because no one else is going to do that for you. You have to do it yourself. This is all about our self-journey, our self-healing journey. And yes, we can have mentors and healers and coaches. Like, duh. They're just there to guide you. You ultimately, like, I find that... I have done my deepest healing on my own, but I I always consistently, I pretty much consistently always have someone there, whether it's like seeing another healer or it is working with a mentor. Like there's always somebody that's like there if I need them that I'm paying. And sometimes I take breaks too Mm -hmm. with that, that I feel like I just like feel like I'm in a place where I just, I just kind of want to do my own thing and I want to be my own energy and I don't want anybody playing, like touching my energy. I just want to feel like a match for it. Yeah. Um, and and healers can really sh- like shift a lot for people. I mean, like I know, like when I work with clients, like some people, not everybody, but like I've had some people literally like my life just made a one eighty, and that's pretty rare. It's that just like one session, and that's it, you know. But when you're working with anyone, you're working with yourself. Like I've said this already, but it's like you're peeling back layers. So mm-hmm. we're removing like dust and debris and so we can't get to the root cause of something right away we Mm -hmm. have to just start peeling back this stuff because if you get to the root cause like while there's all this heavy shit on top of it like you're not going to be able to get it out so what i'm seeing is like rubble you know what i mean like you don't just Mm -hmm. like stick your hand down in a a thing of rubble and then you say you drop something and try to get it it's like no i can't get it because now oh fuck my arm's stuck right like (laughs) you have to move the boulders out of the way and if Eventually, the boulders aren't so big. They become rocks and then they become pebbles. And then you're like, and then it's this nice, like, open thing that you're like, okay, like, I'm here and I can now really go deep into healing this. And it's a layered process. I don't know that we're ever like 100% fully healed, you know, like with with specific things. And I think there are some people that some things have been so traumatic that like you, it's not in your blueprint to fully heal it in this lifetime. That doesn't mean that you're not going to become the most incredible magical human being and you're living your best life and life is right. Life's amazing. It's magical. Right. But it also means that there's still going to be this little bit of a wound and that's okay. Yeah. It's okay if we don't fully heal. It's it's the journey that we're on. It's not the destination. Well, it's, I mean, we're here to feel our emotions, right? Mm-hmm. Like humans are here to be emotional beings and to feel all of these things and to be able to learn. And it doesn't mean that like, the death of someone doesn't still hurt. It just means that it's not controlling your life. It's that mindfulness of like, oh, I feel this. I can sit with it. I can process it, but it's not controlling me anymore. It's no longer got me by the throat telling me that this is how I'm going to live because there's no other way. I I, I love that. It's And it's so true whenever you're like talking about peeling back layers. And sometimes there's certain things that aren't that deep, right? And you're like, oh, got it done. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And then there's other things that sometimes you don't even expect. Like they're so sneaky and you're like, why can't I just get past this block? Or like for me, I've been like, okay, I love myself. I'm at this level. And then it's like, 
there's another level where it's like, you didn't love yourself in that moment, did you? And I'm like, why? (laughs) Next level activated. Heard. Got it. That's how I feel with money. I peel back layers and then I'm like, wait, I'm still dealing with this shit. I'm still like, what? But it's all good. I feel like I've made leaps and bounds. So yeah. Yeah. And it's like, it's okay wherever you're at. And I think that often in the, in this journey, this life journey will want to be somewhere else and we're not actually enjoying, right? We're not enjoying where we're at. And it's like, well, that's kind of defeating the whole purpose of like enjoying the journey and not the destination. Cause it's like the Mm -hmm. journey is the fun part, right? The journey is the, the breadcrumbs that like source is, planting you know is putting down your your guides or whatever is like planting you know and you're like oh let me let me go down this route like i feel like i should go this way and that's fun and we can make fun out of the healing journey and so for me i have definitely moved out of like this deep 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 healing space and more into like let's have fun i'm laughing a lot more that was a really hard thing for me for a very long time i was on antidepressants for 14 years Mm. um starting at age 12 and when i moved out to i moved out to idaho with my husband who's my boyfriend at the time but I, I went up putting down roots and I was, I was 24. It was really young for me. I was used to traveling for work and it was, it was really hard. So I got really depressed and I really started to lose myself. I was taking the healing journey really seriously. And because I, I didn't feel like I could experience joy because I had spent so many years in a deep depression. So I, once I went off antidepressants, I then fell into a deep depression. I had all this, this emotion stored inside of me, right? I was on them from 12 to 24. And then 26 to 28. And so when I went off them, floodgates opened and it was so hard for me to laugh. Mm. So hard for me to laugh. Whereas I used to like remember like being in college and I'm like belly laughing all the time and like just having an amazing time and just laughter, 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 even with like my family, you know? And then for many years, I just wasn't really laughing. It's like, I'd be out with my my husband and our friends and like everybody's hysterically laughing and I'm just kind of like, okay. And it wasn't until, it's really not until I'd say really this summer where I last, I would say last November is the first time I had my first really big belly laugh mm. where I was like crying. I couldn't even breathe. I was laughing so, so hard. And then like it happened a little bit more over the year, but this, this summer I would say I've been laughing a lot and even at work like my coworkers are amazing but like I now feel like I'm able to be in more joy and and just like living my life versus what's the next thing I need to heal you know and just like I was so deep in it for so long and then I once I started to realize like oh my god laughter like laughter is medicine laughter is healing you know, and I wasn't chasing it, but I was like, mm-hmm. oh, that's available to me. Like my heart's opening. Oh my gosh. Okay. My heart's opening. This is, this is so good. Not that my heart's not open. Like I'm a healer and just powerful shit. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like my yeah. heart has to be open, but in that sense, my heart was open to myself. Mm-hmm. My heart's open to other people. It always has been open to other people. It wasn't open to myself. I wasn't mm-hmm. loving myself. I wasn't allowing myself to experience joy and pleasure and just experience life. And so that's what I'm saying about like, we can be so serious on this healing journey, which I think, you know, there's time and place. I think a lot of people go through that. And then they realize like, oh, wait, no, now it's time to live. Now it's time to have fun. Now it's time to experience life because we're humans. We're here. We're meant to experience life. Mm-hmm. And there's this misconstrued view on humor sometimes. And like, don't get me wrong. Sometimes if I'm feeling some type of way, leave it to your girl to cover it up in some jokes. You know what I mean? But but it's so true. Like people take life so seriously. And I remember being in Costa Rica this past time, like the shaman that I work with there, he's just amazing and he's not like he doesn't sit down and like respect me now like it's not like that at all you know what I mean it's like we're here to heal and we're gonna laugh a little bit and we're gonna cry a little bit and that's okay you know and allowing yourself to really feel all of those emotions through your healing journey I've gotten really good at laughing at the really messed up moments sometimes and just because it's like you gotta be freaking kidding me like there's Mm -hmm. no way You know, and it's just allowing yourself to feel those emotions. But like, I think laughter really plays a part in our healing. And there's so much stigma in our society where people do start to heal or they get into yoga and they become mindful and they're like, I don't laugh. And it's like, um, you're not a monk. And first and foremost, (laughs) second of all, monks laugh. Okay. Like, it's just true. It's meant to happen. And more than anything, I think that's what God's source wants for us is to feel these emotions and to really get the full experience of being human and being able to experience these things because this is the only chance we got, right? Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. And, and this client avatar. But and think yeah. about a child. Think about children. Like that's how the inner child healing is really, really important as well, which we haven't touched on, which is interesting. But yeah, yeah like think about a child. Like they're laughing all the time. As long as they're feeling safe. You know what I mean? Like some kids are not in safe environments, but like um, think about children. I mean, they're just like weird and they're laughing all the time yeah. and they're being goofy. And then we become adults and we become so serious. But like as a little kid, you're like, oh my God, I can't wait to be an adult. And as an adult, you're like, you have a really good man because you yeah. just have to worry about living. Like mom and dad, hopefully have got you covered. You're safe. You don't have to worry about money. You don't, you don't need to worry about anything. And then we forget all these things. Like that's how we were living our life, but we can actually live our lives that way. Now we, we did with the tablet. I mean, there's money everywhere. Mm-hmm. We live in an abundant universe. There's money everywhere. There's, there's abundance everywhere. It's just, we are, can be stuck in that fear and lack. And like, I totally get it because, you know, I'm, I'm there too. Yeah. So well, yeah, I think having kids, Having Oren really checks me sometimes. And I just have so much fun with him. Once I finally started letting myself be weird with him, like we have the best Mm -hmm. time. And I started laughing when you started talking about kids because this morning, so he's into coffee right now, right? He's almost 14 and I drink King coffee, Mm -hmm. like triple tested for mold and mycotoxins. It's organic, reishi spores, the tip top. So I'm like, all right, if you're going to have coffee, that's fine. So I make it for him this morning. He knows it's hot, but I pour it, I mix it, and then I pour it into his cup. He literally leans over, takes a drink, and then spits it all back out. And I just like could not. I just cracked up. And I feel like so many parents get mad at stuff like that because they're like, oh, now you're doing this. And I mean, we were trying to get ready to go, but it was hilarious. I'm like, what are you doing? Like, I love that. Okay, so before we close out, tell us about your program. Who's it for? But when do the doors close? It's open okay. already. What's it about? It, yes. So it is called Own Your Magic. It is for it's for women, but light, I, I like to say light workers to open and activate your psychic and spiritual gifts and abilities. And it's a deep healing program. So I believe that in order for our gifts to open, we have to be regulated. We have to, there's, there's healing that needs to happen. We need to pull back layers. It's not just about opening up your third eye. And so this program is just, it's going to help you feel confident using your gifts. It's going to help your gifts just open up and pop off. I think the biggest piece is the confidence. It's going to make you feel really confident. You're going to be able to really trust where you're led. Yeah, trust where you're led. Trust yourself. Trust God. Really feel like free and open-hearted and just like tap into your, I like to say your wild witchiness, right? Mm -hmm. Like allowing your your free spirit to just lead you because that is that is the magic and you use this in your everyday life. You can literally just be doing the dishes and you're like, oh, just got a message, you know, and like our people call them downloads. I, I like to say a message, but you can use it to make decisions. Like this program is for the women that are ready to tap into their gifts and want a really comprehensive program, high touch program, and just feel really held while you're going through it. It's it's amazing. I've launched, I've I've run it before and it's just the amount of magic that happens for people in this program. And it's not just like with your spiritual gifts, it's with everything in your life. Like you start to see more magic and miracles every day. It helps, it's helping you raise your consciousness and really move out of this fear and lack paradigm and into this heart-centered, loving, abundant reality that exists for you. It's fabulous. And I love it so much. And so I'm really excited to be able to lead this next group of women in it. It's it's limited spaces. So if it, you hear this and you're like, wait a minute, that's me. I want to be on this. We'll put the link in the show notes so that you can look and see if it's for you. Perfect. And the last thing is where can people find you? I am very active on Instagram. My handle is at it's Danielle Sims. I also do have a YouTube channel. I'm not on it that often anymore, but I am starting to pop more things on there. So that is where you'll find my EFT tapping videos. I do energy healing videos. And then on my Instagram, it's really like I do short, like light language videos. We didn't even touch on that with light languages, (laughs) but um, energy healings. But I talk a lot about intuition, psychic development, and just energy and healing. I do energy updates sometimes. And yeah, it's a fun place to be. Watch my stories. That's where that's where Where most of the magic happens. happens Is up in Oh, yeah. It's up in the stories. Always. Perfect. Thank you so much for joining us. I will also put all of that in the show notes for everyone. 
for y'all to find. Thank you so much for joining me today. It's been amazing to have you here. Thank you for having me. Oh, I'm so happy. (laughs) Thank you so much for listening to Expand the Conversation podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. Don't forget to subscribe and leave a review of the podcast on your favorite platform. Your feedback means the world to me. If you have any questions, comments, or topic suggestions for future episodes, reach out to me on social media. I would love to hear from you. So let me know you are listening and stay updated on all things Expand the Conversation. Be sure to follow and tag me on Instagram at expandtheconversation.podcast. If you know someone who would benefit from this episode, please share it. See you next time.